welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on identifying and dealing with manipulation. Well, I began to talk a bit more yesterday about how the manipulation can begin to affect our brains And I mentioned the amygdala, but I want to take a little bit deeper dive today because I really want you to get a grasp on what's happening to your brain when you're under this kind of manipulation. And um, for those of you just now joining, it really would be important for you to go back and listen to the entire series. We are moving into part six now. We've discussed a lot of elements of manipulation and what it all means and how it happens, but we're also trying to approach this from a multi-level approach in terms of whether you personally are being manipulated by an individual or by a company, maybe by a boss or maybe friends or parents even. Um, It could also be a a large people group or a government that is manipulating you. Uh, No matter how you slice it, it's all the same effect. Obviously, it could be a little more intense when you're living with the person day in, day out, Um, And you can't have much control over how much they penetrate your mind with their manipulative thoughts and actions. But overall, it can still have a huge effect on you. Uh, So let's let's talk about this. I actually found a great article on Psych Central. um, And it's it's about the long term brain damage that can affect and we are going to get to some solutions on this. So bear with me because we're we're going to get there. But I really want you to understand what has happened to you first so that we can remove some of the mystery of why you are where you are or why the person that you love is where they are because I myself have dealt with somebody I love very much that went through this. So the effects of psychological and uh, manipulative or narcissistic abuse come with many devastating consequences. But there are two that almost no one Uh, knows about unless they're a doctor or neuroscientist. In fact, these two outcomes may be the most destructive result of emotional trauma over long-term manipulation and is an added reason why, if you have children with a narcissistic partner, you should try to leave as soon as uh, reasonably possible. Uh, So by now, most of us know that repeated emotional trauma can lead to a number of problems, uh, but also that would include even PTSD and CPTSD. Now, I have clients that are dealing with PTSD and CPTSD, so I'm very familiar with what happens to them um, after long-term abuse. Now, uh, obviously, you have to determine what long-term is, I, I think, um, depending on the frequency of it, it could we could be talking about a year or we could be talking about 10 years or 20 years. Uh, it really is probably varies on the person and what kind of or how often they were subjected to the manipulation. Uh, but what but many people don't realize is that over time, repeated emotional injur, injurious, um, uh, injuries rather shrink the hippocampus, 
Uh, and that's the area that's responsible for memory and learning, but it also enlarges the amygdala. Now, we mentioned that yesterday, and that it does affect your amygdala, which is the emotional center of your brain, and that will house emotions such as fear, grief, guilt, envy, and shame. Now, the hippocampus, which is Greek for seahorse, interestingly, <laughs> is a paired structure tucked inside the temporal lobe and shaped, in fact, like a pair of seahorses. It helps to store and release memory. The hippocampus is especially vital to short-term memory, the retaining in mind of a piece of data for a few moments, after which it either gets transferred to permanent memory or is immediately forgotten. So there's your education on the hippocampus. Now, uh, I want to skip down uh, in this article a bit more, and you can read the whole thing if you want. Again, it's Psych Central, and um, and it is t- entitled Long-Term Narcissistic Abuse Can Cause Brain Damage uh, or Manipulation, which is really what we are talking about right now. Uh, but here's the deal. Uh, among all the analysis that have been conducted, one in particular shows very disturbing results. In a study conducted by the team of University of New Orleans and Stanford University researchers, uh, patients with the highest baseline cortisol, which we all know, if you've listened to my podcast for any period of time, I talk often about the release of cortisol when there is stress, okay, or anxiety, and that is the stress hormone but that creates a greater number of PTSD symptoms and the greatest decrease in hippocampal volume, which is obviously uh, affecting your memory. Now, let's go to the amygdala. Narcissists keep their victims in a constant state of anxiety and fear. So again, back to the manipulation factor, if you are constantly being barraged with messages that put you in anxiety and fear, whether they come in waves like we talked about yesterday with the love bombing or whether they come constant, it makes no difference. You're going to have the same result, although the waves tend to keep you more captive and locked in to believing whatever the, the abuser is doing to you, okay? And that's the, the intention of it. So listen to that one yesterday if you need to. Um, but that turns into the, the constant state of, of anxiety and fear turns into um, the victim's reacting from their reptilian brain or the amygdala, okay? And that controls life functions such as breathing and heart rate, even emotions of love, hate, fear, and lust. Uh, These are considered primal emotions. It's also responsible for the fight or flight. So now here are some of the things that happen as a result of all of this. Denial. Okay, so victims will get into denial, which I have seen firsthand uh, to escape dealing with the painful feelings that they're experiencing from the abuse. In fact, the brain's production of new neurons and laying down connections to others takes place in the hippocampus. Goleman, who's a psychiatrist, also stated the hippocampus is especially vulnerable to ongoing emotional stress because of damaging effects of cortisol. When the body endures ongoing stress, cortisol affects the rate at which neurons are either added or subtracted from the hippocampus. This can have grave results on learning or accepting new concepts that have been, uh, say, I guess we could say erased from the abuse uh, by the abuser. So in other words, they've forgotten how to function in good ways, in positive ways, in effective ways, and they just have be, have succumbed to by survival mechanisms whatever the the uh, perpetrator or uh, abuser has inflicted upon them, 
And so this really gets to be a big problem, okay? And and then it's it's cyclical and it just tends to get worse and worse. So people can be absolutely blind to the fact that they're being manipulated and there's no way that you can even get through to them no matter what you say because they have been so altered in their brains. So that's what I wanted to spend time on today. I've gone way over my time limit, so I'm going to have to end it at this point. But we will come back tomorrow. I have more for you. Uh, Please share this with anyone. It may help. This is Michelle Steppes. Reframe and rewire. Thanks for joining.